podcast episode six and today get ready it is going to be such a powerful testimony from our special guest uh, i want to honor him and i want to thank him for like for one being so open about his testimony to serve god um, as well as thank him because he is on the safety team at our church in miami at brave um, so i just want to honor him and i'm so grateful that he is here on this episode so without Further ado, Mr. Alexander Bermudez. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, glory to God. Um, I did tell her yesterday that I was going to pray about it. Give me a few, uh, actually a few hours, and I was back at her probably like two hours later. And uh, the Holy Spirit told me that if she reached out to me, it was through the Holy Spirit. So we're here. Yeah, and I love that. Like I, I literally text you, and it was really last minute, but I text you, and I'm like, hey, you know, do you want to be on the podcast? And you're like, actually, let me pray about it, and then I'll get back to you, which is shows relationship, right? That's the. I have I have tremendous relationship with um, our Lord and Savior right now. Amen. I wasn't like that in the beginning of my first um, months of walk with Christ because yeah. I was new to it. I didn't know, but. Um, but now we're it here. just got stronger and stronger through the months, and now it's about to be a year that I've been saved. Amen. I, uh, I recommitted this month, a year ago. Yes, the same for me. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that BC journey, that before Christ. Um, Who were you? Who was Alexander? Uh, it all started, um, my parents were really strong in Catholic church, mm -hmm. um, very strict uh, going to church every Sunday, um, uh, class Sunday classes, and even Wednesday, Thursday, Friday classes, whatever classes it was, they were sticking me in there. <laughs> There's a class, altar it's for boy, you. Altar boy at one point also. Um, my uncle, my mom's, uh, one of my mom's brothers, he was a priest at one time, mm -hmm. uh, so it was all bloodline, like it was all generational, very Catholic, very strict, and um, tradition. It got yeah traditional, and I I got really rebellious at that, like making me go and making me talk to the priest, make me confess, and I felt like I should just have a relationship with God instead of just having a relationship with the priest, and then the priest have a relationship. Through God on your behalf. For, for me. <laughs> on your behalf, yeah. And I was like, I don't think that works that way. But I was also too young and too rebellious to even, I didn't know scripture also. So I was like very yeah, cloudy-minded and yeah. letting it flow through what my parents would tell me. Right. Um, at 10 years old, unfortunately, I got raped by my dad. It was uh, very, very hard for me after that happened. But... I'm going to be honest, it's, it, it, was, it, it was like something like God was already working in, in me since that moment, because the next morning, my dad was going crazy, hitting the bed, wanting to kill himself, and I told him, very calm and very everything, I go to him, um, Dad, I forgive you. Wow. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I forgive you, but you got to take me home. I can't be here no more, and I can't visit you anymore. Right. You, I, I lost your trust. I can't trust you. Yeah, no. And um, after that, it was already the, the, my roller coaster in my life. I, I got introduced to marijuana. Right after marijuana, I was already drinking, and then cocaine, and then heavy drugs, ecstasy, partying, 
hanging around with the wrong people, obviously, uh, had supposedly friends and they were, of course, not friends and all they wanted was to be around me because of the money that I was making. I was mm -hmm. also, also dealing drugs, looking for the father figure in the wrong places, in the streets. At um, around 15, 16, at, well, my first time I got arrested was at 14 for burglary. Were you here in Miami? In Miami. This, Were you born uh, and raised? Born, born and raised in Miami. Um, I got arrested for my first time at 14. My stepdad didn't want me at the house anymore. So around 15, he kicked me out. I was out in the street, living homeless. Um, didn't I, I, I was actually, my grandparents were actually considering to take me in because obviously grandparents are grandparents. <laughs> thank, God for, thank God Love for them. them. Thank God for grandparents. But um, I was rebellious and I didn't right. want to be around anybody. I was like, if my mom doesn't want me, nobody wants me. I had that mentality. And um, I actually spent like two years of my life without talking to my mom. It was a really dark place in my life. I was really depressed, very suicidal. Yeah. Um, I had a girlfriend at that time that she would cut her wrist. So I started trying doing that. Um, I stopped going to school. I was um, working at Moe's at that time by uh, International Mall. We opened up that store, and I'm very grateful for the bosses there because they pushed me to get my high school diploma, even though it wasn't through high school, but I got it through American Academy. Mm -hmm. But through all that, I still kept on going to jail, um, drug processions, and all types of crazy mess. Uh, and... Um, through all that, I, I got a PBL, which is a punishable by life sentence at one time. Uh, and um, from there, oof, um, I already knew that Christ was in my life for the reason being that he took that sentence away from me. It wasn't nobody else, oh. not the judge, not the prosecutor, not Glory the lawyer. It was nobody. It was, it was all God. Um, the judge was even like very surprised because they had all the evidence against me and um, they had to drop the charges because um, unfortunately the kid that I did do that to the crime against um, passed away and there was no witnesses. But um, I think that was all Christ that Amen. he didn't want me to be in jail for the rest of my life. His um, purpose on your life. Yeah. You know? And um, after that, obviously, I kept on going to jail. I did a, a year. I did a year in jail after that, and then after that time, recently, seven years ago, I did a year and a half. I did that in prison, and um, that was uh, 2016. I came out, um, and after that, that's when I believe God started working even harder in my life. I started losing all my friends. I started losing everything, even though I still was messing around with drugs here and there, not as hard as before, but I was still, and I was still getting under the influence of alcohol. I was still partying, of course, but it wasn't as hard as before because I was maintaining already a job. I told my stepdad as soon as I got out that I wanted to dedicate myself to a job, like I wanted to really work and just, you know, 
be a normal person serving society. I didn't want to be doing what I was doing before, which was serving the devil and serving the streets. And um, God just started working in my life from then. I believe that um, friends stopped hanging out with me. They stopped calling me. It was all little by little, and I believe it was God just taking them away from right. me, letting them know, letting me know that these are not the people that are going to be in my life for the rest of my life, and that I have to be by myself for a yeah. moment and recognize what I really want in life. Um, obviously, 2020 came around, the whole pandemic, the whole COVID. Yeah. I was at a new job. I had left. Um, I had gotten fired for an incident at my old job with my stepdad. But it, it was all, I believe it was God too, because it, it was a kid basically picking on me and I had to retaliate and I had to get away from that environment. Right. Because it wasn't healthy for mm -hmm. me. I went to this other plumbing job. The, the first job was a plumbing job. The second job was a plumbing job. Um, and from there, it was just elevating. Um, I, I became a... Um, a warehouse manager real fast and um i started developing the skills of being a manager and um i only lasted there two years because the the owners wanted me to micromanage um employees and i wasn't down with that and the funny part is that um these friends that were with me since mo's still con we're still in contact those were the only basically friends that i've had and um since the time that I was in prison, they actually told me, Alex, come with us. And I'm like, bro, I basically have like a probation. I have no license. And what they wanted me to be doing is something with a car, with a license. And I couldn't. So I told them, give me a chance. Let me just take care of everything that I have to take care of. And I'll get back to you. Right, put things in order. Everything got back in order. I was still working, like I said. And um, all of a sudden, this happened with the micromanaging. And I went to them and I told them, how about giving me a job? How about that job that you offered me? You know, yeah, five years ago, <laughs> six years ago. But how about offering We're it ready me now? now. <laughs> you know, I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm like, I'm 100% sure. How about I'm 110% sure that mm -hmm. I want to be working with y'all? I love working with y'all. I've worked with y'all since we were kids, uh, young adults, and I'm ready to work with y'all now. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more than ready. I'm, <laughs> put me in, coach. Yeah, put me in, coach. And, um, it happened, and um, that's where I'm working at now, at uh, A Street Property Management, real Glory estate, um, slash property manager. Uh, Amazing. That's, that's, that's um, the story till now. I got saved uh, 2022, yeah, uh, uh, April 24th. Uh, the oh, week, now, now, this, uh, uh, now this weekend. Monday or Tuesday. That just passed? Or no, coming it's up? Gonna now coming, coming up. up. Nice. Yeah, one year. One year. Yeah. And how did that How did that come to be? Like, how um, did you come and meet God? Or how did he meet you? Okay. It all started with a friend of mine. His name was Dokert. He was going to Brave at the time. He was going already for about two years by that time. And um, he was always throwing verses at me and telling me, come on, you need God in your life. Um, I'm not walking the right path either, but... I believe that that's, this is what we need. It's going to straighten you out even better and even more strong relationship and stronger bond with everybody around you. And me being rebellious, as always, <laughs> hard-headed, as always, 
I was always telling them, I believe in God. I don't need to go to church. I don't need a, you know, I got my own relationship with him. I don't need to go to church. And right. I, I guess it was also because of the church hurts that I've been through from Catholic church. And I didn't want to go through that. And I, I just was being rebellious. Yeah. The enemy would use whatever. And the enemy was using me as, you know, like your past, putting that, putting your, that, putting yeah. all that stuff in my head, like. You don't need him. You know, mm -hmm. you got a relationship with him. Yes, yes. The and ego then, um, is not your amigo. No, <laughs> at all. And um, it came right. Uh, it came on Easter of last year. Um, I woke up and I felt like going to church. Oh, so man. I, yeah, I go, glory to God. And uh, I tell, I text him and I go to him, I'm on my way to church. And he goes, for real? And I go, yeah, I'm on my way to church. Like, he goes, all right, I'll, I'll meet you there. So I went to church on Easter. Um, it was awesome service. I felt great. Uh, worshipped. Uh, I actually bumped into a good friend of mine uh, from middle school there. And he told me, hey, brave ain't like other churches. Get ready. And I was <laughs> like, all right, let's see. So, yeah, the worship was crazy, but I loved it because if it felt right, like right at home. It um, just the way it worship, just the way you glorify God. I, I believe yeah, that I that's like the way you should do it. The, yeah, he's uh, our maybe father. Maybe in the how we were raised, because my dad is was Catholic and my mom was Christian, mm -hmm. so I did also go to a lot of Catholic churches. And the praise and worship is very different. Very different. They um, it's very like hymns and and monotone. Where mm -hmm. when you go to Brave. Um, many don't know, but I love to worship. <laughs> I love to praise. I go to the front, I jump and I scream and I become undignified in the presence of God because I'm grateful for how much he's done for yeah. me and what he's taken me out of. So I'm so glad that like, that's what kind of got attention. Like, yeah. it's not like most churches here. Yeah. You're going to really be free. You're really going to find Jesus and that kind of freedom. Yeah. Um, so after that Easter service, did you give your life in that Easter service or how was that encounter? Um, I didn't give my life to Christ that Easter service. I gave my life to uh, Christ on that following service, which was on the 24th, which was on baptism. Mm -hmm. But the devil, this is how the devil plays. I gave my life to Christ, but I still felt convicted of all my sins that I've ever committed. Mm -hmm. And... Um, my boy, uh, Doker, was there, and he goes to me, bro, you should get baptized. And I go to him, bro, I don't feel it. Um, I don't think I should. And, and all this walking out the doors. And I bump into Manny. And Manny was, Manny, <laughs> yo, man, you need to get baptized. And I was like, yo, hold up. I just got slapped in the face <laughs> with the Holy Spirit right now. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, man, I'm going to get baptized. And um, that's how I came to get baptized, by Manny jumping in, in my face <laughs> and telling me you need to get baptized. And um, I got in that water, man, and it was amazing, amazing experience right after that. Um, it's It's been a blessing, man. Amen. I, I can't even, I, I, like I tell everybody, this is on my word, this is my phrase. I stay in awe of the, goodness, the things yeah. that I, is just developing in my life with Christ. Um, I heard um, recently a, a preaching that said, shame is the counterfeit of, con of conviction. And so many absolutely. people don't realize that there is a very big difference between I'm ashamed of my past and I'm being convicted of my past, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, 
um, this doesn't feel right versus, oh my God, and I've been there, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. Oh my, I'm ashamed. I can't even go into the presence of God because that's exactly what the enemy is looking for. The enemy is looking to make you feel like you are not worthy of being in God's presence when that is the very reason that he sent Jesus so that you can be in his presence. So I commend you for just getting dunked in that water by, was it Manny that baptized you or he was just in the front? No, he was in the front. Oh, he was well, the commentator. brought you in. Uh, yeah. Laura, Laura, <laughs> the recruiter. Laura and I, Joey, were the ones that, that baptized you. Yes. Amazing. They're an amazing couple too. Yes. Um, and when you, when you got baptized or when, when you had that encounter with God, like what was it that broke off of you? Like, what did you feel? How did you, um, new commitments, new relationship with God? Um, Every morning it started getting a little different. I, my routine was basically try to get closer to God. So I would do my morning uh, prayers. Um, I have the Bible app, so I would do my morning prayers through there. And um, just pray and thank God every morning that I'm alive and that he's putting Amen. breath in my lungs. And then um, thanking him for my brothers in Christ and my sisters in Christ. Because if it wouldn't be for them, I I wouldn't be able to do this either, you know. Yeah, it's it's all glory to God, but that push, that um, accountability that you get from brothers in Christ and sisters in Christ is Amen. it's um it's amazing. Um, people love on you, and they want they want to see you grow. They want to see you grow that relationship with Christ. They want to see you grow in every aspect of your yeah. life. And um, it's the importance of you know that fellowship, that, that fellowship, com yeah. that community. And um, it's amazing. It, it's it's great that um, <laughs> that we all come to Christ in our own paths, and, right. and at the end we all come together and we just do life together. Yeah, it's like um, Pastor Jason last weekend. He was talking about the destination is heaven, you know, but everybody has a different like way to get there, the different path, a different past, right? Because now. What, what you went through, um, in my last episode, I spoke with my friend Nella, and she said, what God redeemed you from, what God brought you out of, now you have a special anointing to go back into that same thing that you came out of to now pour life and Jesus and the calling on your life. Um, so I kind of want to go a little bit deeper into that since you were in that life prior. Now that you are in Christ, like what is your new God-given assignment? What do you feel that your calling is? That Jesus says, like, I made you for this. You are the answer to this problem. Well, I'm going to start off with um, it, the first things that bro broke off me were drugs and alcohol. Amen. I've been sober off all that and um just been working on my patience and my anger because that's something that i had too from being in the streets you had to be an alpha you had to be a dog you had to be a lion you had to be all these yeah, type of, of the fittest type of um characters that it's really in reality you don't need to be but you're in the streets and that's what it commands you know and um the other thing that you just asked um I started serving at Brave as a, as a safety right away. I, I remember um, being in Brave Life, and my boy Marvin was one of the uh, teachers in Brave Life. And it was like the first or second week of me being in Brave Life, and he, go, I, he asked me straight up, he goes, bro, you want to be in safety? And without me even thinking about it, I go to him, yes. And I believe it was the Holy Spirit just speaking through me and telling me, yeah, man, serve. Serve yeah. the, the kingdom of God, you know. This is not to serve the church. This is to serve God. 
and I have a po I had a post on my Instagram, and I that's I this is what uh, really catches me that I, they took it down, for the reason being that my post on Instagram was that I'm not serving the church, I'm serving the kingdom of God, and um, my 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 love for serving um, at Brave Kids was amazing because I feel like I'm protecting y'all's kids and yeah. um, y'all could do service because I'm protecting y'all kids. We're and, grave, I'm grateful. I really am, and, for real, um, to know that we can sit there in peace because you are there to protect our and children. I, and I believe that um, I love on them on, while I'm doing safety, and I believe God has put that in my heart, mm -hmm. not only to serve them, but to show them love and to show them the love of Christ. Amen. Um, and then a few months back, probably like two months back, um, my boy Jimmy uh, Le Levy, uh, he's a singer. Uh, just invited me to go worship at Aventura. And um, it all started from there. I started worshiping at Aventura with him. And I found a bunch of brothers in Christ there just evangelizing and just basically doing the gospel to different people and sharing their testimonies with different people and um, just ministering. And um, I felt like that was my calling just at that moment, and I haven't stopped doing it. Um, I went last weekend to Liberty City for Saturday and Sunday. Amen. And the Lions Den, I'll tell you that much. Um, all you see is drugs, all you see is prostitutes, all you see is the lowest of the lowest. And um, we had a brother there that gave his life to Christ, and um, we had another brother that supposedly was... Uh, I don't even know, a warlock or a witch. witch. Mm -hmm. He said that he was high rank, but at the same time, he says that he knew the Bible and we shared scripture with him and he did know the, he did know the, the scriptures of the Bible, but he says that he kept a, a book of the witch, mm -hmm. of the devil, yeah. next to that. And um, we got so deep with him that he started tearing up at the end and we prayed over him. He allowed us to pray over him. Amen. Um, and then at the end, my other brother, Oscar, asked him, he just prophesied over him, and he felt like he had pain, and he said he had some sinus uh, problems, and um, he prayed over him, over them sinuses, and at the end of the whole thing, he was very grateful for us praying over him, and he left in tears. Yeah. He left in tears, and um, yeah, don't get me wrong, we had a bunch of people mocking us and telling us whatever, but... At the end of the day, we're just planting that seed. Absolutely. We're just trying to let people know that God is real, man, mm -hmm. and Jesus loves you. And no matter what your path is, he will meet you there. doesn't matter if you're drunk. doesn't matter if you're high. doesn't matter if you're on the lowest of your lowest. It doesn't matter if you're on a bike. It doesn't matter if you're shoeless. It doesn't matter where right. you're at. He'll meet you where you're at. He And he's a gentleman, like... He's knocking. He just wants you to let. He just wants you to let you in. Yeah, and the glory to God, glory right? Like to, God. to know that you have, that you were once in the streets and now serving drugs, and now you're in the streets serving the Lord. You know, like that is that's what I was saying. Like now there's a calling over your life. There's an anointing because you've seen those streets. You've partook in that action. To now we're gonna go and snatch the souls from the enemy that yes. at one point helped held me captive. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, you know, to wrap up, because your calling is honestly so powerful. There's so many people that are out there that don't understand um, that the way that they are living is not the way that they have 
to live. They don't have to live in bondage. They don't have to live in addiction. They don't have to live in, you know, self-hatred or shame or guilt. You know, that there is a savior that has come and has literally died for them to be free. Um, so how can, how can we connect if other people want to, you know, connect with you or other people want to know, or how can they go min, uh, evangelize with you out in the streets? How can we push this ministry forward for the kingdom? How can our listeners and viewers, you know, connect with you? Um, I'll give you out my number. It's 786-280-9323. Um, just call me, man. And we'll get together. We have a bunch of brothers that are doing it. We do it at Hollywood beach. We do it at obviously we just did it at Ultra Fest. Um, we called it we called it Jesus Fest. <laughs> um, it was amazing over there. We actually saved some lives and um I actually snatched the soul out of uh, well not a soul of my bad. I actually snatched a demon out of somebody. Amen. And it was very impactful. Um uh, it's just it's just amazing what we could do as a community and as a brothers even brothers and sisters and right. we unite and we go out there and we just do what God has told us to do just preach the gospel right just tell them your testimony it's powerful your testimony is everything yep. um and just minister to people let them know that God loves them Jesus loves them throw them some scriptures and there's nothing better than that. Like Amen. Amen. When, when, when you do that and you let them know that Jesus loves, the, Jesus loves them and Jesus loves you, you will do a very, very, very impactful thing in this world. Amen. And this is what we need. Amen. We need people to just bring everybody together as a big old family. That's Amen. what we are. We're brothers and sisters in Christ and we could do it. Yep, for the lost and the found, you yes. know, like, and right now, like, before we close, I just want to pray for you, because, like I said, your calling is so big, and Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just lift up our brother Alex, I lift him up, because his calling is so great, and I know that you are going to use him in mighty, mighty ways, Father God, to go out there into the streets, and evangelize, and prophesy, and get souls for the kingdom of God, to continue to build your kingdom, Father God, for your glory, I thank him so much for being so open, and so vulnerable, um, and giving his testimony for your glory, Father God, because this is a podcast where our tests are now our testimony for your glory. I, I pray that there's endless blessings and abundance over his life, over his family's life, protection, um, and I cover him in the full armor of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. amen.